Yes. How has your week been? You know, it's been good. It's been. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> you were waiting. That was the setup. It uh, was good. It was very good. We saw Hamilton on Saturday. It was real good. <laughs> like Hamilton. It was real like, good. So it's. I have been obsessed with Hamilton for about three years. Because like, I, I don't know if a lot of people do this when they listen to music. Because I, I get chill bumps, but I also get welled up eyes yeah. a lot when I listen to music. And I'll, my eyes will just immediately water if something's very impactful. The moment... That the curtain, like, like that they started, it was just like, for, until the end of the show, three hours later, my <laughs> eyes just leaked water. Like, it was just, I was awestruck. We have a very special guest. I, I was going to say in the studio. Adjacent to the, st- She's the studio. She's studio adjacent. <laughs> Hi. There she is. We have Macy's mother mm-hmm. in the in studio adjacent. My mom today. is here. Clark and I actually signed up for the Hamilton Lottery. Oh, cool. Yeah. They sent us an email that was like, Hamilton's coming to town. Sign up for the lottery. So we've been signing up for the lottery every damn day. We haven't we haven't won. <laughs> Not for nothing. We we talk a lot on this podcast about the event that set us on this path to this podcast being the very first DFW Witchy Bazaar. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how we went back to Murderworth Manor that night and we did a rune reading. Oh, yeah. And I put on Hamilton. That's something we don't talk about a lot is after we had this witchy experience, we listened to Hamilton for like two hours straight. Yeah, it was until like 3 a.m. in the morning. And Macy broke down. And I had heard the Hamilton mixtape. Yeah. And you didn't know. I had no idea. What it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is good. But I had no idea. I'm glad it was what you wanted it to be. Oh, yeah. What if you would have gone... And what if it was horrible? I would have been so sad. I really would have. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Feels great. Feels <laughs> great. What uh? What brings us here today? Today. Today. <laughs> what is that? For? I don't know. We just started doing it, and I don't know who did it first. Today. Today. I, speaking of things we do a lot and don't really clarify, I feel like we should clarify where it's been is from, because I realized in the last. I don't episode, know if anyone is. I don't know if we've kept any of those edits in either. Well, the last one for sure. Yeah. No, that was great. We linked the video oh, for the bare naked ladies for, the, like, for one been? week. And okay, rewatching that video, the first it's been, it's been is everything. It's so abrupt. The the video is there's a king and a queen, and the king points at the lead singer, I guess to like get him out of here. So these like regal men start strutting <laughs> up to him, and I guess they're gonna escort him out, and they grab him by the shoulders, and he looks right in the camera and just harsh. It's been. It is. It's so abrupt. <laughs> it's the best one in the whole thing. If you were listening to us last week and were like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> it's been one week. Bare naked ladies. All right, guys. We just broke for like fifteen minutes to laugh. To laugh. <laughs> Before we begin, we dedicate this episode to True Aquaponics. True aquaponics. True aquaponics. Thank you. I, have you seen those tiny aquaponics? Yeah, systems? you can do like little herb gardens, like and a beta shit fish yeah. and like a tank. I think that is so cool. But on a large scale, man, it's the future. Make a ton of food. <laughs> Make a ton of food. Make a ton of food. <laughs> Grow you some lettuce. <laughs>
and another friendly reminder, we do have, this is the the last time I think that we'll be able to talk about it, we have the Witchy Bazaar. Oh, yeah. That's right. The Witchy Bazaar. The Witchy Bazaar. Information will be linked down in the show notes. Check our website. We will be there. We'll be there for sure. We will be there. Up and over. Is that a real song? Uh, yeah. Well, no, not lyrically, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a Macy rendition. <laughs> yeah. So it is Saturday, April twentieth, at one o'clock to seven o'clock. Totally reasonable hours. It is free and for all ages. Macy. Yeah. I'm gonna run a quick breakdown of what we've got for you. Break down. I'm gonna try to entice everyone listening to fly to Texas. <laughs> Come to Fort Worth for this fourth annual, well, not really annual, I guess just fourth. They are going to have vintage fashion and curio. Oh. Curio being one of my favorite I things. like curio Love and it. curios. Art, everything from punk to goth to dreamy ethereal. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Handmade, such as badass mugs and pottery, and bespoke works of leather. Oh, I'm really, I'm yeah. really pimping it like they like my, like they paid me but they didn't <laughs> we've got reiki healers rare books audio artisanals always a classic our friend mama cleanse pablo's lotus is back in business oh, very... uh the organic artisan and she's the chick with that badass honey yeah no you guys if y'all haven't if you go to here try the cinnamon honey it will kill you. Oh, yeah. The hibiscus honey is great, too. And if you're allergic to honey, it will actually it kill will you. It will actually kill you. Uh, and then they'll have food from the te- Turkish Texans. Ooh, interesting. My Sean Connery slipped. Yeah, it did. That sounds delicious. <laughs> this will be at the Shipping and Receiving Bar. That's 201 South Calhoun Street We've in Fort Worth, Texas. We've not been to that Texas. yet. I'm, very, I'm so excited. And you know what's really cool is to watch the evolution. I know. We I... say that every goddamn time. Yeah. But it is. But it, it is. It's neat. It's growing. Anyway, what are you, what are you talking about? I tell me, regale me with what you will be speaking to me about this week. Oh, on the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour podcast. Oh, I has occasionally hit top ten in the America U.S. spirituality charts. Occasionally, still counts. <laughs> I am finally manning up. Oh, no. And talking about runes. So. Oh, you're starting a series. I'm starting a series. Hell yeah. A long. This is going to be a long time. (laughs) Um, It's daunting to start a series. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know you got to keep up with it. Well, it's five or 25 Mm. of them, you Mm -hmm. know, so it's just like, oh, geez. So I'll be talking. (laughs) Oh, geez. Oh, geez. I'm going to be talking about Fehu today. And so it's the first. Um, it's the first one of the alphabet. Could be chatting to you with it, chatting to you with it about it, chatting in your ear holes about it with mm. it. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you what I'm talking about. I want to hear it, and then I'm gonna go get some wine. Oh, because I feel fine. Oh, I'm gonna be talking about intention. I'm very excited to hear about how you verbally express this. It's kind of a difficult thing. It it really, really, really is. And this is kind of a request, I guess. We were having a Facebook live stream. Shout out to our Facebook live streams. We do them monthly. Sign up over on Patreon to be a part of it. (laughs) Um, But somebody... Oh my goodness. (laughs) And, And someone in the chat said they didn't understand... 
what intention meant. Yeah, like the core concept. The core concept. Yeah. And I was like, that's really, really important. Yeah, and it was kind of one of those we both stopped and we're like, that's a great That's a great wow thing. Because that's something that I feel like a lot of people might might not truly really yeah. get. Yeah. But you don't want to ask because every goddamn thing is, is about like, intention. Intention this, intention that. So you don't want to be like, what's in What is intention? So I hope I can put it into words and I hope that we can conversate yeah. a little bit about it because it's um, aside of just giving the definition, it's it's built a whole house yeah. that witches kind of live in. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to talk about it. So intention it has several definitions. So the first one is the determination to act in a certain way. And that's the one that I feel like is most pertinent to the situation. Yeah. But also there's the second meaning of it that it's a process or manner of healing wounds. Interesting. Which I've never heard it used that I way. either. And it's very interesting. And if you take that to a metaphysical level mm-hmm. of healing, I feel like it could be very appropriate. Yeah, it kind of fits. It kind of fits a little bit. So as as witches, we do hear the term intention everywhere. I mean, it's it's like a base word. It's the base of everything. We are bombarded with it and we can easily become numb to it yeah it's just it's just is it's just intention it's just oh intention intention. oh intention goes in that it's this ambiguous thing yeah that if you've it's like missing one of the first days of class yeah for like calculus or something yeah and you're like builds off of that and if you miss that it's just you're screwed I, I was on groveandgrotto.com and there was an article written by Michelle Grubin and she has a, a little quote that I'm going to take and I really enjoy what she says here because it wraps it up. Intention is a term that is both overused and underexplored. Mm. And I think that's very relevant. Yeah, I like that. Like you said, it's that core calculus. Mm-hmm. Everything builds on it. And it's not like it's your first day of history where you can kind of fill in the gaps. Yeah. It, everything really does build on it. And... Even when we're talking about very simple things like candle magic, mm-hmm. anything, even if you're just writing something on a bay leaf, yeah, right? with intention. It's with intention. So it's kind of unfair to say, oh, this is so simple. Just focus your intention on it if you don't even really truly understand what that yeah. means. At its core, intention is ultimately what we want to get out of our work. I'm going to use like a like prosperity spell as an example. If I was to sit down and work with prosperity, then my intention would to be would be something like pay my bills or to get that good job or mm-hmm. to spend, you know, spend more responsibly if I've identified a pattern of unhealthy spending in myself. Your intention is basically a formally typed letter to the other side mm-hmm. stating what you would like your spell to do. And it's really up to you how you formulate this letter. There are many ways to set intention. Oftentimes, spells or works call for you to project your Mm -hmm. intention, Mm -hmm. to write it down, or to say it out loud. And while those last two are really easy, however, projecting it... That kind of breaks down to the the basis of energy transfer. It, to, to understand projecting your intention, you kind of have to understand that feeling, which is almost undefinable. See, that is what's been so – that's yeah. one of the biggest challenges I've had. Like, for when I do things with intention, 
I channel energy. Yeah. And it's so hard to explain exactly what that means. And and so I understand how if you don't know, and I feel like there's probably several people who don't, yeah. who feel that way, but they don't have the word to put to, to it. Put they it don't to be it, like, yeah. oh, that's what that, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's just hard to describe the feeling that you get. Exactly. Because it's a, um, I feel like it's something that is so deep within us and yeah. I feel like so deeply human. However, it probably transfer it probably changes from person to person Mm -hmm. my projection of intent is going to look different than yours yeah and luckily there's a ton of ways to get your intention out there you don't just have to project energetically however Mm -hmm. it's what i'm good at yeah it's yeah and it's how i like to do it so if you do know what i'm talking about and it feels very much like wishing for something yeah have you ever just wished for something to happen so hard that it, it feels, to me, I feel my palms yeah. heat up. It's channeling that want. That, You're radiating. That intention. And just think about the thing that you've wanted the most in the world and you just sit there and you're just, Jesus Christ, wouldn't that be cool if this mm-hmm. happened? And just that feeling of like almost flutters in your stomach yeah. and your heart kind of races. That to me is what projecting energy That's is. what it feels like. Yeah. Um, and I really hope somebody can garner some information off of that for, for themselves. Um, because it, I got to imagine it probably does transfer from per- or change from person to person. Yeah. I know a lot of people feel like they can't project or they can't work with energy unless they are connected to the earth through their feet. It's a big one. It's part me. of it. I feel like that. Yeah. Like the the work that I do that's the most intense is the work that's done outside barefoot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do a lot of stuff in the house, you know, like big cleansings and things like that. But I don't know. The moments that I feel the true intention, mm-hmm. that true, however Flow. that feeling is. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that is, it's when my feet are on the ground. There's a difference there. You Like you just said... There's a difference between working outside when you Mm -hmm. can be connected and there's working inside. And I think the true difference to me anyway, of course, I'm not trying to speak in any kind of overarching kind of way. Um, But when you're grounded, it's almost like you're just a conduit. Yeah. It just flows. You're drawing it up through your feet. Again, we talked about. On Facebook, somebody posted that really cool, the science behind grounding. Grounding, yeah. And how um, electro, like everything actually you can, it's mm-hmm. provable that there is an exchange of, of something. However, when you're in your home and you're doing, I feel like that you're using your own energy. Yeah, it's a different kind of intention. It's almost. a different kind of intention. And it's also fairly exhausting. I, I am telling you, yes. Yeah. Like any time... The last time I did the big cleansing on the house, when I got smacked around by whatever my guide <laughs> yeah. spirit, by the time I was done, I mean, I did everything. Mm-hmm. I floor washed, did the baseboards, window sills, everything, did like three different smoke cleansings. It was intense. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was, it was done, it was only like four, but I was absolutely just, wiped just out. Just wiped out. I had nothing yeah. left in me. Because it was just out. whether you're using your own energy or you are taking energy from the room around you and, and transmuting it, I guess, mm-hmm. that's still so much work. You will just be absolutely, it's just, there is nothing anymore. Yeah. You know, you're just out. You're and, out. And I, I think it would be interesting to see if there was a way to see how many like calories your body consumes. I, I, you know, I have wondered about that before. I don't know. Because it's a physical 
mm-hmm. thing. And you got to think it takes some kind of energy to do it. Yeah. It would be very interesting to see. However, that might be better suited to someone who that that makes sense to them. Yeah. Maybe they just have a better sense of communication with energies. Whereas you have a better sense of, of communication with um, herbs or crystals yeah. or something like it. We're all different, right? Well, and even emotions. Like, yeah. I mean, it's so easy to be like, if the, the talk of energy exchange is difficult, you know, meditate kind of on the emotion of what you want to happen would yeah. make you feel. Yes. You know, and it's like you put that into it. And mm-hmm. so there is, there's just a ton of different ways that people work. And that's a lot of intention setting as well, as well is, is thinking about how you would feel when your goal is accomplished mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and meditating on that if you don't feel like you're really connecting with when we say projecting or when we tried to describe how it feels to us if you don't really feel that within yourself try to sit down and meditate on how would i feel if i did started spending yeah. more responsibly yeah and i think it will kind of come to you and you'll it's it's a very it's one of those things that I hate to be unclear about. I know, but it, it's hard to not be. But it's hard to not be. So I do want to focus on some other ways that we can set intention. And really everything that we do, everything that we do is to focus intention, whether it's using particular uh, colors or the way we sweep a room from like the, the left to right or the from the back mm-hmm. to the front. It can be our physical actions, mantras that we say. Everything is to focus that intention because at the root of everything, we have what we are born with mm-hmm. and that's just our minds. That's what we change the course mm-hmm. of, of energy with, right? So it, it's not – you don't need the herb to do the spell. Yeah, You don't need the – fucking crystal and i mean there are people out there who deeply disagree with this so however you want to feel but you don't really need anything to do anything you are the tool Mm -hmm. you are the witch not the not the rosemary or whatever right however through that you're channeling through it and you are letting the other side or the universe or however you want to phrase it you're letting them know hey i'm working with this herb which is about prosperity uh because I want to do prosperity work. Yeah. <laughs> and the universe kind of goes, got gotcha. you. Okay. And, and sometimes it does need clarification. Because sometimes our our stated intention that we want, it differs a little bit from what we truly subconsciously want. And I struggle with this. Going back to the prosperity example, if I said I wanted to spend more responsibly, me personally, mm-hmm. this doesn't extend to everybody. But if I were to sit down and say, I want to spend more responsibly, if I'm being honest with myself, there's always going to be a feeling within me that goes, no, I don't want to spend <laughs> I don't. What I want to do is win the fucking lottery. Yeah. That's what I want. And there's a difference between your intention and your want. Yeah. Your want is something very deep inside of you that's trying to burst out. And your intention is the shaping up and the kind of cleaning up and saying, okay, look, this is what my id mm-hmm. wants. However, this is what I'm going to ask of you. It's it's like going to a boss and saying, "I want a raise of four hundred thousand dollars, but I'm going to ask for twenty thousand, you know, and see what happens." And it's also a lot of people think that if you don't clarify between your intention and you're just like oh i hope this happens that the spell work will be muddled and it will be confused the universe energy the other side whatever it's gonna go wait she's saying she wants this but i can tell she wants this actually which one do i do fuck it i'll do neither Mm. the more you can strengthen up your intent and say look i know you can sense what i want 
I know you can sense that I want to win the lottery. However, I'm going to say over and over again through herbs and crystals and everything else that I want to spend more responsibly. Universe will go, okay, I kind of understand a little Mm -hmm. bit better. So other than projecting, there are other ways to set this intention. And when I say set, it just means to reiterate, to make it redundant, Mm -hmm. because everything needs to be redundant. You can't just say it once. I want want to spend more responsibly there you need to say it again and in many different mediums keep in keep in mind that uh, when we're communicating with spirit they don't necessarily speak our language Mm -hmm. they speak on a level of feelings and emotions and intent Mm -hmm. um so it needs to be um something that they can understand so me personally even though my my deep desire is to win the lottery and i'm not gonna lie about that think many people can relate <laughs> however what a real what a real intention would look like is i'm here to fill up my my calendar with clients or i am here to i want to stock the best most attractive inventory mm-hmm. i want to stock the best inventory i can so that it sells so the ways i can say this to get a more achievable a more realistic result instead of just that windfall that if everyone can do a spell to win the lottery everyone would right mm-hmm. the way i can make it more achievable is speaking it out loud that is the easiest way to do it is to sit down and you're going to feel silly but to say it out loud just like you would to a human my intention is to spend more thoughtfully my intention is to speak kinder to others. Whatever your intention is, say it out loud. That's the best way to do it. You can also incorporate certain colors. We talk a lot about colors Mm -hmm. here. Color of the candle that you're using, color of the thread that you're using. Um, Even when you're doing chakra work, if you're working with like your, your third eye, purple is great for working with the third eye. Herbs, crystals, and oils are also fantastic. Um, What's one of the little hornies we've done recently? Patchouli. Oh, yeah, patchouli. Patchouli is um, very forward. <laughs> so one of her, you could you could work with her to set this intention of snagging you a, a partner. Or, um, <laughs> um, but that that's something that she kind of will lend a hand with. Mm-hmm. Or uh, citrine. Citrine is great for prosperity. Mm-hmm. It's a prosperity rock star. You can write it down, whether it be in your own personal journal. And I I think a personal journal would be better for a long-term goal or a very powerful spell, such as long-term health. Oh, yeah. Or if you're trying to strengthen your relationship with a person, not necessarily romantic, if you're just trying to strengthen that relationship, to journal about it. I wish me and -and so-and-so could really get to know each other better. Mm -hmm. Again and again and again. Um, Divination. Also can work wonders, I think. Yeah. It is my personal belief that when we are stating these things out loud and when we're doing all of this intention work, we're not just doing it to nothing. There's something listening, right? (laughs) Um, And I'm very certain in my belief that it's it's people, whether or not they are old, um, used to be human beings or if they're deities or entities, whatever they are, something is listening. So if you can divine, whether it's through runes or (laughs) cards or fucking however you want to divine it's a good way to get their to get their input i guess on something if you sit down and say what's the best way to go about my prosperity ritual they'll talk back to you man Mm -hmm. they'll say hey look i need to know that your intentions are pure um because i feel like 
right now you're, you're focusing a little too much on the easy way out. You're focusing a little too much on the lottery. And then you might want to get a little introspective and think maybe I am. And it's, just, it's a conversation with real people who talk back to mm-hmm. you. And the last thing that I have really is to be self-aware. Yeah. We talked a lot about it in one of our recent episodes. We talked about self-awareness and the importance of looking at yourself and asking why. Oh, yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. I think it's important to get a little bit raw with yourself and, and say, why am I asking for the things I'm asking for? And is my intention true? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm doing a banishing spell, is it really because... I feel like this person is harmful or I feel like this situation is harmful or do I just not like it and don't want to deal with it to the other side, to the universe, whatever it, it picks up incredibly our unspoken, the things that we leave unspoken. Mm-hmm. And it's not as easy as trying to trick a human being. You know, I can tell Macy all day long, I really want to spin better. And she may have no idea that what I really want to do is win that lottery. <laughs> she, you know, unless I say those words to her, she's not going to know that. She's going to go, oh, my gosh, Charlie's like really obsessed with like working hard and <laughs> um, moving up the ladder. And, it, you know, little does she know I'm at home just crying my eyes out wishing I wouldn't win the lottery. Right. <laughs> because she's a human and we're not dealing with humans. Whatever you believe in, it's not a freaking human that you're doing these <laughs> rituals for. I mean, I guess it could. It might be. That'd be a little strange. Um, if you're doing maybe like ancestor work. You know, and even then, I don't even view that as human. I view that as like human plus. Like they've passed, <laughs> like they've been in like They've, they've leveled up. <laughs> they've leveled up. It, it's a really hard question of what is intention. And I hope that some of this was able to to help clear it up a little bit. And why we do some of the things that we do. And I think it's important for everyone to ask themselves, what is my intention? Not just in this particular spell, but in, in life. What are your end goals and how will you achieve them? And and then find ways to incorporate that into, into, your, into your works. And I have a quote here because they so often sum up what I would like to say. This is from Lewis Howes. Lewis Howes says, the world is awaiting your gift. All you have to do is show up with the right intention. Okay. I think that sums it up. I like that. Better than my whole segment did. (laughs) I hope that shed a little bit of light on what it is and the difference between an intention and a wish. Mm -hmm. Because a wish is a whimsical, quick thing that we go, oh boy, I wish this would happen. But an intent is very focused and it's kind of rising above the little selfish things that we silently wish for. What's your favorite way to set intention? Oh, depends on what I'm trying to accomplish. Mm. <laughs> it might sound kind of silly. Like a lot of the time, you know, I'll, I'll set intention in the mornings mm. and I'll just sit and I'll just close my eyes and I'll just like, it's not quite a meditation, but I will just focus and think, raise my energy a mm-hmm. little bit, you know, when you can just kind of feel it yeah you know, and I'll just kind of do that and I'll focus like if I wake up that morning and I'm just like I don't want to go to work today <laughs> yeah I'll try to like focus on it and focus and like put intention on do something impressive mm-hmm. you know or like so a lot of the time I don't really need another object I just will kind of I'll raise my own energy mm-hmm. and then try to use that so it's a very introspective thing yeah yeah yeah. When I do cleansings, you know, not only do you, you put intention in your ingredients and mm-hmm. things like that that you make, but also it was just like when I was like washing my door frames, I was just imagining 
kicking up all this dust. Yeah. You know, this like settled negative or just stuffy dust. Yeah. And I kick it all up and, you know, I'm imagining. And so it's just, that's intention. It's just mm-hmm. kind of almost too, I think a lot of intention can be set through your mind's eye. Yeah, exactly. Know? It's like a different plane of existence almost, but I don't think it makes it any less valid. Absolutely. It's like what you're imagining happening in there is happening in this world, too. You just can't see it. And that's what I think the bottom line of intention is. Let's just get a little weird. Like if you are, if what you're seeing in your mind's eye is just a different dimension, but it's parallel. Mm. That just so happens to be how you have learned how to manipulate Mm -hmm. the energy you're trying to get out. And that's what all of this is, is just different levels and different forms of energy manipulation. Energy manipulation. It really is. Good. Good discussion. Good discussion. I hope so. We don't sound like a couple of stoned, crazy people. <laughs> Listen, man, like energy just sticks to the floor. And <laughs> you got to kick it up. It's going to go out the window and get eaten by a tree. That's, you know, I, I always picture it gets burned by yeah, the sun. Yeah, really? Or like when I'm like smoking it out, it'll just like get almost like holes like, like yeah. and just burn away. Yeah. I, I kind of like when... um. <laughs> kind of like when the uh, Morgul blade, yes, dissipates. Yeah, that's kind of what I will see sometimes. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> Too much Lord of the Rings. No, never. He's been stabbed by a mortal blade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am going to be bringing to you today, 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 <laughs> little rune. Oh, called Fehu. Oh. Not a little rune, though, really. It's kind of a big rune. I feel like he's like the daddy rune. He is the first rune Mm. in the Elder Futhark alphabet. Oh. (laughs) I am starting my very long series that is going to be about the Elder Futhark. And I'm very excited about it. I've been hesitant to do it just because it's it's just a big task, you know, but I'm excited because I'm going to learn through it. Mm. Um, it's a good way to study them. And, you know, because admittedly, I'm still like not 100% when I see one being like, that's something. You know, like I, <laughs> I just don't. It gets confusing. Fehu is the one that it looks like a letter F if the two horizontal pieces were slid down and then pointed upwards. I don't know if that makes sense. It's but- like. It's like it's a tree that you put heavy ornaments on the end. And, and then just cut kind of, half of the branches kind off. Kind of waist down. Yeah. But also looks like an F. Yeah. We'll post a picture. Yeah, we'll just do that. <laughs> uh, or you can Google it. Uh, Fehu, it is, uh, there's a few different ways that it's written or, you know, spelled even. Um, there's F-E-H-U, Fehu. Um, the symbol itself, Feo. Uh, which is F-E-O-H. I've, I've seen that. Okay, yeah. And yeah. then Fe, F-E with a little dash above it. I don't know what that's called. It's like someone just gave up. It's uh, the And it's also the F rune. It like constitutes the F sound in the Elder Futhark. It really translates like literally to cattle. Excuse me? Yeah. It represents wealth and prosperity. Because think about how long ago this was yeah. when these, you know, and like cattle and livestock were your symbol of wealth. If you had cattle, you were daddy. You were, yeah. you know. And so that's kind of what this ties, that, that's what this ties back to. Cattle and livestock were the measure of wealth. They're interesting, too, because they provided wealth in a lot of ways. Mm. You know, it, it's not just, you know, the potential money you could have from from selling one or, or whatever, 
Um, but they were sustenance. They were milk and, and beef and the provision of leather. Oh, hell yeah. Um, as well as like just the brute strength of like working cows. Like, I mean, truly, they were wealth in a multitude mm. of ways. And that is really embodied by Fehu. Really kind of nowadays, a lot of the meaning of Fehu has, of course, translated along with that. You know, it doesn't literally mean like cows. It's the symbolism of what those cows were to society in the times that like the traditional elder food hark was employed. It's also the like a, kind of the rune of luck. There's a lot of luck involved here. Um, and it governs the ability to harness the energy of luck. Um, and I like the concept that luck is an energy. It's a force that yeah. can kind of be manipulated or built up or, or something like that. Um, and utilize this built up luck in magical practice and tent mm. work, things mm-hmm. like that. This, uh, this energy of all of this luck that you accumulate, you know, or that you kind of have around you or things that you've done. However, whether you're lucky or not, mm-hmm. you know, your level of luck around you, it's kind of the foundation of your personal wealth and power, hmm. which I thought was a really fascinating yeah. concept. Yeah. Your own, the, the energy of luck around you, your own luck reserves mm-hmm. essentially are the foundation of your personal wealth. One thing that I thought was interesting that I read along the way is that you can increase your luck through deeds of cor- of courage. I really thought that you were going to say through like good deeds, which would make sense. Like, oh, well, good, I know maybe not make sense, but I feel like that's how it's portrayed a lot mm-hmm. is like, oh, do good things and good things will happen. But deeds of courage is even harder. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, and you know, so much of it makes me think of, all right, so in Harry Potter, right, uh, he gets the luck potion. Mm-hmm. And essentially all that it does is just gives him immaculate self-confidence. Right. But it's like he wound up not even having it. Yeah. And it was just his confidence throughout the day. If I'm remembering that correctly. Or it's like uh, Michael Michael Jordan's uh, special drink. When- yeah, in Space Jam. In Space yeah. Jam. Exactly. And so it kind of makes sense that that, that kind of go it, hmm. like through that courageous because courage takes confidence. It really does. Absolutely. You know, and so it, it kind of yeah. they work together. So while money is influenced, like the, the wealth inducing energies of Fehu, it still implies wealth in the lower rungs of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm. So the more primitive needs, mm-hmm. um, those are still very, very much included here. Wealth in the very human way. Mm-hmm. So much as it did in the past with cattle, physical needs will be met and will be secure. Shelter, water, food. When you think of wealth in this nature, it really changes your perspective because this is not always saying wealth is going to just be like frivolous luxury. Mm. You know, perhaps that isn't wealth. Perhaps wealth is spiritual fulfillment. Yeah. Um, having your basic needs fulfilled and being completely satisfied yeah. with that. Its energy is is excellent when it comes to starting new projects. Uh, partially, it is the first letter of the alphabet, uh, which kind of has like that symbolism makes sense, to it. Yeah, and it really doesn't makes it a promising rune to appear in readings or draws involving that new mm-hmm. endeavors, new projects, picking up something that you potentially have been like, uh, you know, uh-huh. and it will kind of have that confidence of being like do it this is success this could be big even if it if it doesn't make you rich it will make you spiritually rich you know those primitive needs as cheesy as it is it's reminding of of my mom when she would say yeah no we're 
not rich but we're rich in love rich in love and it's like okay it's cheesy but i get it but i love it (laughs) um (laughs) fehu encourages you to think about what's important Mm. what is true wealth okay um while in today's society of course you know something that immediately comes to mind is just like this luxurious home or like being in like a spa or you know these very material needs a tesla yeah you know like something like these symbols of luxury yeah. lavishly decorated so perhaps that's not wealth you know and that and that's really something that um it encourages you to to ponder about mm. it inspires appreciation of the more Simple things in life. The physical, not the material. Which typically those are kind of the same thing. Mm. But in this sense, I mean material, like material world. You know, like you're these material things when it's your physical needs that perhaps are what need to be fulfilled. Yeah. Um, Mobile wealth is a term that's often used in interpreting Fehu because in the past, mobile wealth was livestock. You know, I mean, you basically, your wealth was mobile it was in them it was those animals that constituted your wealth another way of mobile wealth like in today's interpretation can represent the sum of your value your Mm. knowledge your skill sets the things that you have trained your body and your mind to be able to do that is mobile wealth it travels with you you hone it and you create this sense of usefulness Mm. I really liked that. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Because that's like what you as an individual can produce. Yeah. It's what you bring to the table. And it's your wealth. It goes everywhere you do. And it is wrapped up in you. And it can't be taken. No, it can't. And it allows for that meeting of those physical primitive needs. Mm -hmm. That spiritual and physical wealth. Cool. Um, That's comforting. I know. I like it. Um, Fehu encourages selflessness, however, in abundance. So while, of course, it does tie to just actual monetary wealth that is implied typically, you know, if if there's a business endeavor, it will mean it will be prosperous. Mm. It says that your wealth should be shared. You know, it's not wealth to be hoarded or to Mm. be, you know, socked away by greed. Right. Because along with this, you know, full kind of the energy of Fehu is spiritual fulfillment Mm -hmm. kind of what it it, what is it that would make you feel truly wealthy you know because there's some people with all of the money in the world and they don't they're not wealthy yeah you know and and that's really it's a deeper meaning to it you know i've seen several things where it's like fehu is just like about money it's just about wealth and it's Mm -hmm. like it's really not it goes so much deeper than that because wealth has so many layers to mm-hmm. what that word means. Because, and two, when you have like this um, sharing attitude, through that attitude comes more fulfillment, confidence, and success. You're not afraid to give because you know you're going to get more. Yeah. You're not afraid to share. But, yeah. you know, and with that confidence just comes more of what you've received. And that's something that I think a lot of people who grew up or are growing up or have always been uh, financially not wealthy yeah you you grow up and you have this mindset of if i don't hold on to every bit of it yeah if i don't hold on to everything that i own every penny then it it can just go away Mm -hmm. and it will be like it was before Mm -hmm. and i think it's not always rooted in greed but it can be rooted in fear in fear absolutely yeah yeah Hmm. and what what a way to stare yourself in the face and say like 
I know I'm scared of this. Let go of it. And yeah. Real hardcore self-development there. <laughs> it is. It really is. And it's a very, um, and I mean it in the best way. It's kind of a real, it's a pushy rune. There's mm. a lot it makes you think about. Okay. You know, and, and there's just a lot to it, you know, because say, for instance, you are in a reading and you're thinking about starting a business and in like the future, mm-hmm. if you're doing just like a past, present, future, whatever type reading, future, you have Fehu there. Mm. Of course, that's good. That, you know, very likely means, you know, a prosperous endeavor or Mm -hmm. something like that. But I think it's also, it comes with the ever-present reminder of, but don't forget what's important. Yeah. And and it's, that's something that I always get from Fehu and that it's always, yes, shoot for the stars, Mm. but don't forget where you came from. Yeah. You know, and there's always that there. And that's why I think it's such a, it's such a special one. Very grounding. It is. It very, is. Very much the, what's that story? The the richest man in the world had no money or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, and just kind of lastly to close, I, I think it's important to note too, that in the appearance, say for instance, in like the future, or even if you get it in like the to do or, you know, what you need to do, it, it really pushes to that. Of course, success is likely coming, but a lot of that's because of you. Mm. It's saying confidence is required right now. Mm. Belief that you're going to succeed is required right now. Wealth is coming, but maybe that's wealth in yourself. Maybe that's wealth in this endeavor. However, you need to believe in you right now and get moving. Yeah. And um, it, that's what I mean by it asks a lot of you. It's a very action-based yeah. rune. You just kind of have to trust it, I feel yeah. like. Fehu is a rune that it's like, just go with it. Yeah. It, it'll tell you what to do. Just do what feels right and just kind of go with it. What a little baddie to start off on. Yeah, it's a, nice. it's a good start. That's all I have. <laughs> it's been a good night. And spam! God damn it! You know, we usually wrap up talking about food. Macy made a bang on. It was mediocre. It was. The vegetables were good. A tits pot roast. If tits are tough. Sometimes, maybe. <laughs> you don't sound very sure. Sometimes. 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 Maybe. Well, I'm no doctor, but I think that was a delicious pot roast. Well, it was kind of a disaster. There was a uh, the bit fates of... were against me on this pot roast. <laughs> yeah, the spirits of the house did not want us to have pot roast. It was tonight. like a four, a fourth, like thrice roasted pot roast. It was a nightmare. My Instapot went out twice. We've had your mom in the house. Yeah, it's been a good night. It's been a good bonding experience. Our men folk are away on a camping trip. On a yet another camping trip. Macy, that pot roast was good. But <laughs> shit, you know what I should have done. You're on to me. I should have, I should have got a pot. Should have gotten. You know, instead of making this, instead of making this goddamn pot roast, no. I, I should have got a pot. I should have filled the pot full of beans. Why? Well, because I got, I just got to roll my goddamn beautiful review footage. <laughs> Imagine this is the first time you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I'm going to check out this witchy and spiritual podcast relating beans to reviews. <laughs> I just can't. On the inevitable day, I'm going to fill bushes, brings down the hammer and just one ends day us. When the actual dog from the commercial comes down in a suit and tells us to stop. It's terrifying. It's so scary. Walking on hind yeah, legs. No, that's, that's very spooky. If you look up your driveway and see this golden retriever. 
I'm out. I'm gonna die. There are some times you need weapons. <laughs> hey, Charlie. Amazing. Did you know that we are the absolute best? Better than all the rest. Oh. According to this review by Crazy Cat Lady NC. Oh, boy. I assume meaning North Carolina. Oh, my. But I don't know. I'm so glad I found these ladies. They are hilarious and informative at the same time. And they are truly genuine. My favorite podcast ever. Oh, that's so sweet. That's a very sweet review. That's like high high remarks. I'm proud of that review. Favorite podcast ever. Ever. Listen, listen, crazy cat lady. Do you know how many options you have for podcasts? Many more that are better than we are. Listen, I'm not trying to undercut us, but, um... (laughs) I mean, you, you could do better. Listen, listen. You deserve better. You, I mean, lore exists. Yeah. <laughs> Mysterious universe is out there. <laughs> we haven't been bugging you guys about reviews lately, but we're we're going to now. Yeah, we're gonna bug y'all about it now. Um, y'all know the whole spiel. This is, I mean, if you listen to any other podcast other than us, you're very well aware of the whole. Please leave a review because it helps us get. Ranked in search and helps more people find us. Should we do it like almost every podcast? Your review helps us get found. It helps the podcast. That's all they all I do mean, it. that's, you know. <laughs> but the reason that everybody says that is because it's true. So if you want to be included in our episodely hilarious banter reading of your reviews. We're really stroking our own ego. Listen, what I'm trying to say is leave leave a review over on iTunes. <laughs> Le- drop that beautiful review footage into our bean hole. <laughs> God! <laughs> over. What is wrong with you? Our bean hole. Leave drop it. it in our bean hole. <laughs> drop your review in our bean hole. <laughs> oh my God. Over on iTunes for a chance for us to, uh, you know, read it off on the show. And um, can continue to stroke our own egos with your words. In our bean holes. In our bean... Did you know we have an email? I sure did. I write us every day and you never write me back. You write us I write every us day. every day. I say, hey, Macy. No, you don't. How you doing? None of this is real. And then I send you a cute, like, dog gif. And you never say anything back. That's literally what happens to me every time I text you ever. <laughs> Don't make me laugh like that. Send us your dog gifts over at wbahpodcast at gmail.com. Mace, where can I find us on Instagram? Oh, which bitch amateur hour? We have a Twitter as well, and we sometimes tweet, except we don't really tweet. We mostly retweet over at bitch hour. Oh. You can find the Facebook coven over at Witch Amateur Hour. Or you can come eat with us. You can. Because apparently that's a viable option. Come eat with us over on <laughs> patreon.com slash WBAH podcast. Disclaimer, eating with us is not an option. No. But wouldn't that be neat? That would be neat. And to be fair, uh, we do have monthly live streams. Yeah, you can totally snack out with us. We do snack. What's that magical P.O. Box? P.O. Box 865. 
Canton, Texas, 75103. Could you tell what melody that was? It's I, very hard to put the P.O. box in the As Long As You Love Me. The, I, oh, was who it? you are, where um, you're from. Don't care what, don't care what you did. Don't care what you did. As long as you love me. It's very hard to make a P.O. box in that melody. I think this is a two hour long episode as of right now so we'll see what it ends up being yeah we've got a lot of 25 minutes got a lot of laughs to consolidate mostly wheezing from me and your mom a lot of wheezing (laughs) (laughs) all right let's go get something from your kitchen I forgot my train of thought. <laughs> Y'all both have that. I know! from with me oh shit okay you just heard a prime example of a mix perfectly between me and macy (laughs) you heard the charlie wheeze and the macy scream yes the squawk (laughs) the macy squawk Okay.